What up? And welcome back to the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Mason Boyd, as always, with Glenn Enos Jr. and Matt Souza. What's up? Uh, nothing. What's up with you? Well, Glenn, I think we have something to say to the listeners out there. Oh, what do you mean? Mason's not here. No, he's not. But I thought I did a pretty good job with Mason. <laughs> yeah, I had, to, I had to say it because no one knew. Yeah. Because he sounded so much like him. Yeah, we don't want to confuse our listeners, but no, Mason is not here. This is the first time? I think so. Mason Ever. hasn't been on a Stellar Seller episode. So expect so, um, you know, a shorter runtime. Yeah. Less bad takes. Yep. Uh, something a little quieter for the ears. That's, uh, that's true. And uh, Mason? Fuck you. I bet that you're not even going to listen to this. Why would he? So, we can say anything. Yeah, we can. But, um, we should hold off because we got... No, I want to say something. Oh, oh, okay. My bad. Mason? You're a really nice person. Yeah. And I know we don't say that about you, but I know you're not going to listen. So, I'm going to let my feelings out right now. You're one of my best friends. I love you. But fuck yourself. That goes double for me. Um, what do we usually do at this point? Well, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, this is this is week one. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, let's let this soak in for a second, because in the blink of an eye, it'll be week eight. This is week one. Okay, let's just take a second. Week one of what? Of the NFL regular season. Did you know? This is the NFL's one hundredth regular season. Are you shitting me? Yeah. I just learned what NFL 100 means yesterday. I I thought that was a thing for a while, NFL 100, no? Nope. Just this year, because it's their 100th season. Wow. I guess you didn't know either. I really knew. I, I was just joking. No, I had, I had no fucking idea. Wow. But it's what, Super Bowl 50-something? Super Bowl 54. So did we play 46 years with nothing to win for? Yeah. Well, I was... Uh, play, play for NFL championships. Ah. Like what the Eagles won before that Super Bowl. And, oh. And the Bears and all that. It's kind of like when Gomes won championships in our league. Or my dad. Oh, your dad. Yeah. I always tell my dad, like, his fantasy championship is, like, before the merger, when they merged the AFL and the yeah, NFL yeah, together yeah, yeah. to make, you know, what the NFL is today. It's a good comparison. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, dude. All right. Tonight is Thursday. So by the time you hear this, Thursday night's game's going to be done, but we haven't seen it yet. We're going to tonight. Bears, Packers, it's going to be good. Lead off the, kick off the season with what I think is actually going to be a lower scoring game. But oh. on paper, looks pretty good. Like 3-2? to two? No. Probably like no more than 45 total points. Maybe like a 24-20, 20, 24-17 type deal. What if it's 42-3? to three? Well, then I would hope the Bears rush in every touchdown, and they have 42 points. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, our and then Crosby has the three points. Yeah. <laughs> also, our listeners didn't know that uh, in our fantasy league, myself and my very special guest, Matthew Shoes, are going head-to-head <laughs> That's right. this week in week one, which means somebody's going to start 1-0, and somebody's going to start 0-1. And I'll tell you what. It's going to mean a lot. 1-0 looks a hell of a lot better than 0-1. It does. And I got my boy, David Montgomery, and my old man, 
Mason Crosby going tonight, and Glenn's just gonna have to watch. I'm I'm nervous. It's I, like it's like leading off in baseball. Mm. First inning is like you have to start everything off. It's it's a little nerve wracking. Um, you know the stress is on me because I have a lot to do tonight. I like the. Uh, I'm just watching. I like the inner sport uh, analogy you gave there. Yeah, yeah. Big baseball guy, but um, yeah, I'd be nervous if I were you too, because this is your RB two. Uh, actually, RB three. Yeah, you put Chris Carson right. in the flex. Why'd you do that? I want to know. I'm pu- I'm curious. It's uh, it's pure game theory, huh? Because if you if I get, and this is a PSA for everybody, if you got guys going Thursday night, get them out of your flex. Because if something happens Friday, Saturday, maybe you got Stephon Diggs, who's reportedly dealing with injury, if they go out and you need that flexibility, you'll have it open. Instead of having a guy locked in your flex because he played Thursday and then you can't put anybody in there, you know what I mean? You know, that's really good advice. Like if I had David Montgomery in my flex, I'd be forced to play a running back because that would be the only position I could swap. And then if Chris Carson misses the bus for Sunday... Then you're screwed. Yeah, like I wouldn't be able to start a wide receiver yeah. because the flex is taking him. So, even though he's not your best player, just get him out of your flex. It's fine. It's all the same roster. The points will add up the same. That's very true. Um, good point. I didn't think of that. Um, are you sure you've never won a fantasy championship before? Yeah. Because yeah. that was really good advice. And I know Mason wouldn't have gave that advice either. No. Mason would have said, oh, just go with the guys I drafted. <laughs> Put them out there. I'm not going to change my lineup for about seven weeks till this bye week. Yeah. Does he even have anyone going tonight? If he did, he probably wouldn't even know. Hey, I... Uh, I don't think so. Palacio does. He got Rodgers. But enough yeah. about us. Because we have a whole league to talk about. Yeah. So do you want to get into the news? Um, The news with who? With me, of course. The news with Sousa. Wait a minute. I don't remember this segment. What's it called? I said... The news with Sousa. Oh. Okay, go ahead. Let me hear some news. Because I, you know... I'm uh, I'm what the kids call hip. Oh. And I'm on the Twitter. Yeah, yeah, well... Since our last episode, a lot has changed. And people already know most of it, but we got let's talk about it because it has fantasy implications. Glenn, mm. this one's for you. For me? Ezekiel Elliott. Who's that? Zeke signed with a six-year extension worth $90 million. 90 mil. 50 million guaranteed. Bringing his total contract to eight years at roughly 103 million. So, are you ready for eight years of Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott? Because I sure as hell am, dude. He's the highest paid. This makes him the highest paid uh, running back in the game. Now, okay. Part of me is like, okay, Zeke, you're the highest paid running back in the game. You know, the off-field issue. That that was my only argument for him not being paid over Todd Gurley. Because I think, statistically, and overall through the eye test, he is the best running back in the league. I, I believe it. But, like I said, the off-field issues were the only thing that concerned me in giving him a higher contract than Todd Gurley. Um, I'm glad he got this contract. Because the way it's spaced out over that eight years allows the Cowboys to do all the moves they've already been making. You think, you think Jerry Jones wouldn't have signed Jalen Smith? 
Lyle Collins, Demarcus Lawrence, and all these other guys he has to sign, if he didn't know that he wouldn't have room for Zeke and Dak and Cooper, like, he's putting the pieces together. I applaud Jerry. Now we got to get Dak signed and Cooper signed. And we're looking at, we're looking at a Super Bowl team. It's all there. It's all there. It is all there. Um, you know, the competition they have in their division, they're the, the Philadelphia Eagles, former Super Bowl winning champs as of late. And, uh, you know, they actually offered a trade from Melvin Gordon. Did you hear about that, Glenn? I did hear about that. You know what I think? Gas. Yeah, gas. They offered uh, Jordan Howard, who they just acquired. Imagine that. Imagine being Jordan Howard. No. All right, Eagles. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I was just offered. Wait, you want to trade me for what? Trade me already. You want to trade me for a guy that doesn't want to play football? I and, won't play. I won't prove myself. And Miles Sanders, too. You got, you got this backfield ready to go, brand new team, and they're like, ah, I was bringing someone who was going to outplay you all. But like you said, Glenn, I think it's just gas. They offered Jordan Howard and uh, a mid-round swap of picks. Um, mm. You know, I was actually listening to uh, Chris Harris football. Oh. You remember him from ESPN? I try to he, forget well, him every day. He's, he's, I don't think he, he's not working for them anymore. Years ago he did. We joke about him. Was he, he working was, for now? I don't know. Route 6 Gas? But he, is, <laughs> he does have a YouTube channel. And he was live streaming when I was looking up some news here. And I was listening to him. And he was saying, uh, you know, the Chargers probably leaked this trade offer um, to, to kind of show that, you know, see, world, Gordon's not worth a top RB a top RB money because look at the trade offer we got you know I think uh, they're trying to use that maybe they're trying to use that as leverage and saying you know see this is why we're not paying him because obviously a team like the Eagles wouldn't offer something worth that much why should we and here's the thing I, we go back to the Zeke Elliott deal uh, I feel like Jerry uh, Jerry did cave to Zeke in paying him the highest paid contract in football I feel like Zeke uh, I'm not going to say made out like a bandit but he kind of did when you look at other running backs like Le'Veon Bell with the Steelers and now Melvin Gordon, it's like the teams know that these players aren't as good for what they want to be paid for. Yeah. And I think Melvin Gordon is not even in the conversation with Zeke for the best running back in the league. He's great. He's a great running back. But yeah. he's not top elite level like Zeke, Gurley. You can throw Le'Veon Bell in there too. All right. But... Yeah, they they're definitely more worthy of the pay, especially with um, who were you just saying, Zeke, uh, Gurley. Yeah, they're because Melvin Gordon has some injury history too. I mean, he's he's missed games every single year, so that's even more of a knock to him. I think the biggest thing with Melvin Gordon is from a fantasy standpoint is, okay, he's not playing week one. If if they reach a deal, him. And the Los Angeles Chargers. I almost said San Diego. <laughs> if they reach a deal and he comes back, let's say, when do you think the earliest would be that he comes back? Week two? If they if they like got a deal done this weekend, do you think he'd be ready in game shape? In shape. In game shape. Uh, hasn't done training camp all all season. Yeah, I think I think he's probably gonna sit this game out, see what the Chargers do. If the Chargers look great without him. They'll have more leverage. Maybe Melvin Gordon comes back for week two, um, and if he does, I think whenever he comes back, he's gonna just gonna get thrown, thrusted into the bell cow again. Best case scenario, though, he re-signs with the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, honestly, I feel like if he if he gets traded to another team, 
like the Eagles, uh, Texans who could use a running back, some other team, he's not going to be as good as he was with the Chargers because they know how to use him. Yeah, I don't. I really don't. Honestly, I don't think the Chargers want to trade him. Um, they, I, don't, I don't think there's any shot of them accepting that Eagles trade off or they just wanted to like leak it out there. But like a fantasy trade, everybody has a price. Everybody's got a price. If some team offers them the right deal, like a first-round pick or something crazy for Melvin Gordon, I feel like the Chargers yeah. would say, all right, screw this. You take him, we'll take your pick, and you can deal with him having a pick yeah. for him. I don't know. Uh, I can't really think of a team that would do that exactly. Um, Texans was a good option, but... Patriots? <laughs> yeah, the sixth running back. Um, yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think he's going to be traded. And I think it's very possible he could miss the whole season. That's the one extreme. The other extreme, I think, best case scenario is he's back week two. With me, the Chargers. Yeah, with Chargers. Um, me and Panacho actually bet. Have a $20 bet going. Signed in the... In a text wow. with the, the touch thing. Okay. Um, I'm betting, well, he bets that he'll be back before week five. I'm saying he won't. Wow. 20 bucks. That's on a the big line. bet. So, week five. So, does he have to be back before week five? Like week four? Is week five a push? Um, I guess we didn't really define that. But before week five, I'd say once kickoff week five happens, then it's too late. Gotcha. Um, so he's going to be playing in the week five game. So he can miss four weeks. I'll give him that, yeah. Okay. You could argue that's that's a gray area, but I'll give him that. Um, I mean, he he's still under contract. So to, uh, for, for this year to count towards his contract, he needs to play at least six games. So he might hold out till week 10 or, or whatever, 11. And then... Uh, and and then, we thought Le'Veon Bell was going to do that? Yeah, but his he wasn't in the same... No, he wasn't franchise tag. I mean, he was franchise tag, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, because he was going to be, Bell was going to be a free agent, but Gordon won't be because he has to get this year out of the way. So he's going to have to play eventually. Um, If things go Gordon's way, it probably won't be till the end of the season. Um, But like I said, if the Chargers look great without him, Gordon's be like, ah, shit, this doesn't look good for me. And then he'll probably cave, but we'll see. Um, So. So, um, that's Melvin Gordon, but let's talk about Tony. Tony. Let's talk about Tony, guys. Let's talk about good old Tony Brown. This man... (sighs) Coach... Oakland Raiders coach Mike Mayock, if I'm saying that correctly. GM. GM, my bad. Even worse. Coach is John Oh, yeah, it's radio. Yeah, what the fuck was I thinking? Let's rewind that. No. He, uh... Brown had to be held back, and I quote, held back by a couple of teammates when confronting Mayock, the GM. <laughs> An incident did not get physical, but Brown did say he would punch him. His Holy boss. Holy shit, I didn't boss, know all this. Yeah. He said, he, he said uh, after, Ian Rappaport says, after a screaming match, Brown told Mayock that he would hit him in the face, and then he punted a ball and said, find me for that. Oh... Man. And the the reports say that he might be suspended. I believe suspended from the team, not from the NFL. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Team suspension. I mean, I don't think there's really anything legally or even by the NFL standards for him to be suspended for. But it could yeah, be a no, team it's, decision. it's just a team saying, "Fuck you, dude." It's uh, I don't know how I feel about him this week. Like, I, I don't. I very. This happened literally hours ago today. Yeah. So. 
I don't have a opinion about what's going to happen with him suspension wise, but like this is it's not we won't has even began yet, and this guy's caused so much problems, even after getting a contract. Like he, uh, it's one thing after another. Mason said himself he thinks there's some psychological issues. I mean, ever since he had a haircut that made him look like a Lego, Lego man, I think uh, I think we should have known. Now he's got a blonde mustache. It's uh, <laughs> helmets, feet. His mustache isn't blonde anymore. No. No, no. Been watching hard knocks. Changes with his mood or something. Yeah, um, this guy's crazy. He is crazy. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's worth it to be honest. I mean, I imagine everyone already drafted already, but yeah. even in the second round, it's like that's why I stayed away. I wanted nothing to do with him, and I'm glad I don't. And here's the thing: like I liked AB with the new team getting a fresh start, trying to prove that he is the best wide receiver in the league. Doesn't need Big Ben to be the best wide receiver in the league. Derek Carr is fully capable of getting him the ball, um, but man, it's like it's like what the hell? It's What's one next? thing after the other. Just like, wait till they actually play, and he doesn't. He only gets like five targets or something one on one random week, just because of game script. But like, what? Oh my god! I don't know. I don't like it. Um, don't me the ball. If you're an Antonio Brown owner, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Is, That's is, really all I can say. Is, it might. It could be a roller coaster ride. I mean, buckle up. Buckle up. Buckle up for Tony. Because there could be a reward. Of course, he's Antonio Brown. He's still nasty. It's like, you just got to make sure he's playing football. How long do you think they would suspend him for? Like, for this? Probably, like, a game. One game? Unless this, unless there's more news on this incident, or if he, if Brown continues, like, his anger towards this. But if this is all we have is a, a yelling match and a, I'll punch you in the face, maybe one or two games, probably just one. Any chance you think Antonio Brown just says, fuck it, and I'm done, and he just doesn't play the rest of the year? I don't know, man. I have no idea. I mean, he's getting paid a good amount. Like, that's what he wanted, right? I don't, I don't see why he'd walk away with that, but the dude's crazy, so I have no, I have no idea. It's weird. It's like, I've watched Hard Knocks. Sometimes he feels enthusiastic about playing football. Other times it looks like it's a chore for him. I've seen interviews where he said, like, he doesn't need football. Like, it's just a thing that's like, that he does. Like, he doesn't need the game. I mean, if he's been good with his money, then maybe he he doesn't need it. He could walk away. He could. But, um, um, the thing is, like, you hate to see it, too, because I feel like with the Raiders getting him, they, and then you add in, you know, another year of Derek Carr under John Gruden. You add Josh Jacobs to the mix. Defense is getting better with a couple of the young guys that they got. It's like the Raiders actually had a chance to, like, raise some eyebrows. Even you with Tyrell Williams, yeah, I was too. I going to say, yeah. Like. Speed threat. Yeah. And, and the thing was, we saw flashes of how good, you know. They, I'm not going to say it's the same Raiders team, but from a few years back, how good they could be. They were, uh, they got a bye week in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, a couple of years back, you know, so. Yeah, it's, it's risky. Uh, it's a scary situation. It, it's really disappointing. Like you said, I mean, everything was going well for the Raiders on paper, but, man, they get your shit together, Tony. Yeah, I don't know about it, Tony. So here's some news here, Glenn. Well, this could be a quick one okay. for you based on your draft. This is will be good to hear that Sean McVay said Todd Gurley won't be on a play count week one. He's going to be... Locked and loaded, ready to go. Twenty carries, more if he needs it. That was the that was the risk was that he might, like this says, be on a play count. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna injury concern. I'm gonna take you through the mindset of me on draft night. 
I wasn't there to attend the actual physical draft, but here I am thinking all day. On draft day, it's like it's like Christmas. Like nothing can get yeah. my mood down. It really and is. It's just like like we were Might I was doing better. we were doing stuff like with Chelsea and you know her family all day. I was like, as long as I'm back by six thirty, I don't give a shit what we do today. We could go <laughs> fucking pick yeah, grass pick out flowers, of the ground and put yeah. it down. Our, like I, I like it doesn't matter. So we go back six thirty. See the draft order. Now we're in a fourteen man league. Now this league is competitive. Yeah, I, I love this league. It, it's it, a good league. Everyone's just you know they love it. They're into it. Um, but it's competitive. So a fourteen man league, and I had the eleventh pick. When I saw that, I was like, "Fuck!" Like going from last year having the first pick, obviously didn't pan out the way I wanted to with Le'Veon Bell. But once you get like that top five pick, it's like you don't want to pick anywhere else again. <laughs> I know. It's like you want to have that stud that you can rely on. So here I am, the 11th pick, and I'm, I'm looking through the guys, like, who, their ADP, when they're going to go. But the thing is, our league's unpredictable. We don't know how people are going to draft. I think everybody drafted really good this year. A lot better than I expected. Yeah, and um, so at 11, I'm going into the mindset thinking I'm going to get a wide receiver, like a Julio Jones or um, who else was there. Um, like a Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Juju. Yeah, someone around that area. I did not. So for me, it was it was the top running backs of guys that I wanted. Then I would take a cut on the next guy. My It started with Saquon. Um, honestly, if I had a top five, if I had a top two pick, if I had your pick, the number two pick, I would have picked Zeke over Kamara, even with knowing what I did then. Because I feel like they would have got a deal done before the season started. And that's how confident I was in Zeke. Mm. Saquon and Zeke, you could flip-flop, number one. But whatever. So it went. Um, but the running backs that I wanted to get were Saquon, Kamara, Zeke, um, McCaffrey, and then Todd Gurley. After that, that cutoff, I didn't, I didn't want to go with David Johnson or James Conner or anybody else that was there. Because I felt like Todd Gurley, if he drops... The only reason Todd Gurley dropped low in the draft is because of his health concerns. How he finished last season. When he's healthy, he's the best fantasy player in the league. The way the Rams use him. Especially like goal line carries, touchdowns, his usage. But the main concern was his health. Like you figure a guy who had over 20 touchdowns last year was the best fantasy football player in 2018. How is he not going at least top three? Yeah. But it's the health concerns. I'll take that risk with Todd Gurley. So when I saw him at 11, I said, I'm picking a... Because I prefer running backs over wide receivers early in the first round. Yeah. Just because I like them better. Um, Todd Gurley. I was really happy to get Todd Gurley. Because if you think of it this way, if Todd Gurley is healthy, plays, you know... Yeah, it's a steal. 15, 16 games, it could be the biggest steal of the draft. He could be better than the guys you picked at 1, 2, and 3. So... I'm happy that way. To hear Sean McVay say that, hmm. that he's getting a good workload, let's go. Yeah. Sounds uh, exciting. I mean, I'm facing you, not happy about it, but we'll see what happens. Should be exciting. You're playing Carolina. Yes. At home, right? I believe the Rams are at home. I think. It's um, a disaster for you. No, I'm, this is uh, in Carolina. Oh. Still spells disaster for you. So, in other news, Julio Jones, uh, 
Unbeknownst to me, he was going through some issues, and I don't think a lot of people knew about it. Uh, well, the thing is, we never we haven't discussed it on the podcast yet. I knew I knew it was a thing where they were trying to make Julio Jones the highest wide receiver, highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. Well deserved because I think Julio's been so good for so long. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you see someone like Michael Thomas get a contract like that. I think Julio's better than Michael Thomas. But um, he doesn't take me as a guy who would hold out. And, uh, you know, yeah, it, it's weird. But the news today, Sousa, saying that uh, with the contract disputes and him being, was it a little bit banged up? Yeah, a little bit sore. A little bit sore. That he might not play week one. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Um, if I'm a Julio Jones owner, I'm fucking heated. Yeah, my, my the shit would have came out of my ass when I read that. Yeah. Because it almost did when I read it today, even though I don't have them. I know. It's like, what? And, that, and that's the thing, it's like... Because this, this hasn't made news. You look at Melvin Gordon and Zeke making all the news about contract disputes. Yeah. Julio Jones wasn't even a thought. Um, but now it is. And that's kind of scary. What scares me more, not the contract dispute, but the fact that he's a little sore. Yeah. What are you a little sore from? I mean... Training camp? Preseason where you played one drive? Not good. The dude's always uh, dealing with some injury, but... Honestly, he's actually been pretty reliable. Yes, a lot of as of late, a lot of cues next to his name every week, but he's been playing. So don't uh, don't let the injury fool you, because I think he'll he'll pull through. Maybe he's just saying it to say like, maybe he's like playing with it. Like, yeah, I'm gonna hype at the contract, and you know what? I'm kind of a little sore. Maybe I won't play week one. I don't think he's that. Uh, much of a trickster, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think you would joke about something like that. Yeah, so that's not. We'll have to see. Well, if you're a Calvin Ridley owner, you're very giddy. Yeah, even if if uh, if Julio does not play, you know I wouldn't hate you if he played Sanu. Calvin Ridley should be looking good. Freeman should be looking good. Who's that? Devonta Freeman. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's uh that. Re- Pretty much wraps up the news, the big news, because uh, football is going to be starting by the time people listen to this. And Yep. We're going to have uh, our first game in the books Thursday night, Bears-Packers. Yep. We have our picks recorded. We are doing this again every week. We'll be picking every game. Who's going to win? Tally it up. we got to come up with the thing at the end of the year. You have a reward yeah. or a punishment? Either. Both. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're still evolving. Yeah, so, with the season just about to start, we have some season-long segment called Picks. Yeah. For uh, different Do you want to start things. with... Do you want to start with the, uh, the fuck of the year? Let's do the fuck of the year. You can lead off with, uh, with this uh, yeah. year-long um, segment here. Last year... What the fuck was that? Last year, the fuck of the year was... Gronk? I think, <laughs> I, I when I think fuck the year, the guy who comes to mind is Drew Brees. I think he had like a five point game one week or something. Yeah, was he a, was a fuck of the week. Yeah, but fuck yeah, of the fuck year, of the year I think was Gronk. I think it was Gronk. Um, that was bad. There was some honorable mentions like Le'Veon Bell, obviously, but he never played. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So fuck of the year basically is a guy that you expect to do very well, and he ends up being a dud. Mm-hmm. Like um, Gronk last year. Like Gronk last year, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Who else in the past? Todd Gurley um, and Jeff Fisher's last yes. year. Prime um, example. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Um, um, they get the picture. Yeah, they get the picture. And we're going to predict who we think is going to be. So this time in December, uh, or maybe January, when we do our stellar awards show. Yes. We're predicting the fuck of the year right now. And I'm going to go first. My fuck of the year for 2019 hmm. is going to be Tony Brown. Yeah. Tony Brown, man. You want to know why? Well, I can name several reasons. Exactly. So I'm not even going to tell you why. <laughs> All the shit that's been happening uh, preseason, it just, it's dragging my hopes down. Because Tony Brown was a guy that I was high on. As soon as I heard he got traded to the Raiders, and I was like, wow. I said, this could be big. Derek Carr could have, you know, a career resurgence with a guy like Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown getting out of Pittsburgh. Maybe finding a quarterback that he likes. Could be a, you know, could be a good connection. But, man, I feel like this guy doesn't even want to be on the team. I feel like he's not even trying, like making an effort. Yeah, he doesn't care, almost. Do you so, think that is that your sole basis? Like, if he does play football, no. Think his if he does play football, I don't think he'll be as good as he was in Pittsburgh. Of course, he'll still be. Excuse me, you're drafting Antonio Brown. Most people did this year in the second round. One because of um, all the preseason shit. He could have gone in the end of the first round too. I, I wouldn't have been mad at that. But in previous years, Antonio Brown was the first wide receiver off the board. He was like, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. he was like the fifth pick. Sometimes even, you know, maybe, you know, top three. Um, but Antonio Brown now, I feel like all the shit that's been going on, and I feel like it's going to go from bad to worse. Like once he does play, and maybe the Raiders don't live up to, you know, the hype that they're supposed to have, and they end up being the same team that they were last year. Antonio Brown is either going to, one, just give up, not give a shit, and it's going to hurt fantasy owners everywhere. Yeah. Or two, um, he's just going to be like a wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside and not get the production from, from the team. I don't, I don't know. We don't, we don't know how Derek Carr is going to be with Antonio Brown because exactly. with Big Ben, it was like if Antonio Brown was on the field, he's looking for him. Yeah, he'd force targets that has no business going to him. Derek Carr last year was his safest season that he's had in his career as far as um, downfield throws, completion percentage, all um, all like high percentage throws for him to make. So statistically it was good, but in fantasy, if you're making, you know, five to ten yard passes for Antonio Brown, he thrives off of you throwing it up to him. When he's one-on-one, deep in the end zone. Um, I don't think he'll get there. And I think it's going to fuck a lot of people who took him late first round. Yeah. Second round. Like, even if you remove off-field or personal issues, he could still be a fuck of the year. There's yeah. reason for that to happen. But then you add on the personal issues, and then yeah. you never know. That's what... So, know. like, he was kind of... Like, I wouldn't have him in fuck of the year territory before the preseason. But now, with everything that's happened... And the more I see on Antonio Brown, and the less I think he actually wants to play football for this team, I just feel like it's a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, that's fair. 
Who's your fuck of the year? Well, my fuck of the year is going to be a running back. Oh. And you know what? I'm just going to say it. You're going to say it? No, this guy isn't a top five pick, but he's a top pick. His name is Joe Mixon. Ooh. I think Joe Mixon is going to... Well, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if I had to pick someone, I'm going to pick Joe Mixon. I think there's a potential that he just busts this year. And there's no knock against Joe Mixon himself. It's really the team. I mean, the Bengals... (sighs) I could see that. You got Andy Dalton still there. He's not good. He's not a good football player, Andy Dalton. And he's at the helm of this team. He's going to be responsible for keeping this team on the field and scoring points. Joe Mixon's going to do everything he can, but even if he gets 20 carries, it doesn't mean he's going to get like 120, 150 yards. This guy's going to have to scratch and claw for every bit of production because it's really based on the team. I don't think it's, it's going to be well if A.J. Green stays injured throughout the season that's only going to hurt the offense even more uh, I mean I like Joe Mixon the player but it's just a, I don't like the situation I mean he's, he's in the he's in the right position to get a heavy workload but I don't know if it's going to amount to anything this year especially because you figured they'd be playing from behind in a lot of games too yeah they still have Giovanni Bernard he's been a cat, pass catcher for them for a long time he knows the system um, so we'll, we'll see damn that's just pretty bold yeah, I, w- I wouldn't. I would not be uh, comfortable with him on my team, even if it was like early second round. Not, not my first pick. I still wouldn't wouldn't be comfortable with him. That that's my take, Joe Mixon. Uh, Mason, what's your fuck of the year? Uh, my fuck of the year is gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna say Dalvin Cook. Wow, and it's because. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why I picked Dalvin Cook. But oh, he didn't give any reason. No, he did. He just put Dalvin Cook fuck of the year. I know. I I can kind of guess what his reasoning is. Um, He's probably gonna say something injury related. That's what all his picks are based. That's on. true. That's what. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I think with Dalvin Cook, it's uh, yeah, it really is injury based. When he's on the field, are the Vikings, you know, gonna be consistent enough to give him a workload? Or do you think they're going to be pass-heavy with Thielen, Diggs, and, um, you know, Kirk? I think Dalvin Cook, uh, wicked talented back, but is he going to be consistent? There's been games where he's looked like one of the best backs in the league, and there's games where you forget he's on the team. Yeah. Look at his game log from last year. I'm looking at him up right now. Also, injury doesn't uh, injury plays a factor into it. Um, both years he's been in the league, he's missed uh, some time. Obviously, the first year with a big injury, and then last year he missed a few games. Yeah, I. Uh, well, this is different seeing it on the, the computer. Yeah, I got you. Hold on a second. Yeah, I do remember some games where when he was playing, it it didn't seem to like ten point games or stuff like that. Oh, they changed the log. It's 2019. They updated it? Yeah, damn, I can't look at it. But last year was the 29th ranked running back. It doesn't tell me his average points. Oh, you're right. Wow. Um, He only had two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, he he was dealing with injury last year, too. Um, I I see where Mason's coming from, but 
I'm gonna do a fl- uh, turn the tables here because he's my pick for stellar star of the wow. year, Dalvin Cook. I'm, I now I had no idea what Mason picked. I okay. still don't. I don't still don't. I still don't know his other pick. Okay. Um, but star of the year, I'm gonna pick Dalvin Cook because dude, this guy passes the eye test immediately. Like he, yeah, he's good. No, he's a good talent. There's like, no doubt about it. When him. I had him, and then he tore his ACL. Sucks. Well, I think it was week one. Your dad drafted him, and I literally watched. I still like remember seeing it in my head. Like I watched this guy like run for like a twenty yard touchdown, and I was like, "Holy shit, this guy looks amazing!" Just the way his, his acceleration, his uh, his vision, his cuts. I was like, "I got to get this guy," and I was able to trade for him. Unfortunately, he went down, but now he's healthy again. And this, I think he's he's electric. He's uh. Just if you just watch him, you'll see. Wow, this is a good running back, a great running back, and I think this is going to be the year. If he stays healthy, you know, which I'm hoping for. Big Unlike Mason, I hope for him to be healthy, and if he is, I think he's going to return way better than his draft position. Potential top five guy, Dalvin wow. Cook. Now he does have Alexander Madison is a rookie. Running back drafted, he's behind Dalvin Cook. I think it's more of an insurance policy. Yeah, he looks he looks good too. Um, like I don't think Dalvin Cook's jobs in danger. No, no, absolutely not. But um, like if Dalvin Cook were to go down, look look for Alexander Madison to fill in the role rather well. Um, if you have Dalvin Cook, by the way, but I'm hoping he stays healthy. And if he does, I think he could be a top five guy. On the, on the vast contrary to Mason's Yeah, pick. and the thing is, I, no I, I'm, I understand both your points. Um, I'm a big Dalvin Cook, uh, see it to believe it guy. I need to see it on a consistent basis for him to be even considered for Stellar Star of the Year. Because um, I don't know if the Vikings will want to play that kind of football where they have an every down back who just fucking runs it, says, fuck you, I'm Dalvin Cook, this is what I do. Because um, I feel like with the guys they have, in the passing game, like Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph at tight end, then you pay a guy like Kirk Cousins all this money to get the job done. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not gonna say he's the fuck of the year, and I'm not gonna say he's a stellar star. I'm, I'm in between both of you guys. I think Dalvin Cook is safe to be um, a steady, very steady RB two with RB one upside. Do I think he'll finish top ten? No. Do I think you finished top 15? Possibly, yes. Um, Damn, okay. But yeah, I don't... Bar, like, if he plays a full season, he's not going to be worse than Steady RB2. Yeah. He's, he's only yeah. going to be, you know... Because that's been his biggest problem, is staying healthy. But I, I don't like how they use him. Um, at least in that first year with Kirk Cousins under center. Yeah. I'd like to see more of the offense around him. Like, um, I don't know. I'm not going to say like like a, you know, Saquon or Zeke. Or, but I'd like to see him be more involved. Yeah. He's uh, he's only played 15 games in two seasons. That's there's, the alarming there, thing. Yeah, there's your uh, concern right there. But, you know, he's healthy now. He's uh, ACL tear. You know, that happens to a lot of people. He can fight back from it. He looks electric right now, so I think I think he's good to go. So I'm 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 locking him in there. That's big. I, I really 
almost kind of wanted a late round pick so I could get him and pair him with some like another top guy like a Juju or something. Um, but I'm fine with taking Kamara number two. So yeah. Um, all right. My uh, my stellar star of the year. Yeah. It's it's a little unorthodox, but I think uh, I think you're gonna like it. Is it a tight end? Yeah. No, don't. Yeah. Don't. I could be jinxing myself, but because I, I own this guy. Yeah, the bias. But I'm gonna say it. my stellar star of the year is gonna be Travis Kelsey. I gotta hear this one. You wanna hear this one? Like, cause he was great last year. You think he's gonna be even better? I think he could be. Like we're talking finished as like a wide receiver nine if he was if he was statted that way. All right, you talk about the regression for Pat Mahomes. He might not have 50 touchdowns, might do this. He's still going to be the best quarterback in the game, fantasy-wise. We're not arguing that, right? Oh, yeah. Pat no. Mahomes, no. Nope, no argument. Um, Zach Ertz and George Kittle had record-breaking seasons last year, and they still weren't as good as Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, I feel like now... Um, is the guy in Kansas City. Tyreek Hill obviously is the most explosive guy that they have now, especially now that Kareem Hunt's not there anymore. But I feel like a lot of the touchdowns that Kareem Hunt could have gotten might be spread out more to Travis Kelsey and these other wide receivers. I don't think they're going to run the ball like they did when they had Kareem Hunt. Damian Williams is good. And now they got Shady McCoy, so I I really don't know how it's going to work. It's probably going to be a split backfield. But I feel like Travis Kelsey is going to be a monster, um, which is why I picked him on the back end of the – well, not the back end, the front end of the second yeah. round. Um, over Juju Smith-Schuster. It was either Kelsey or Juju who I was going to pick. And in the past, I've had tight end struggles, and that's the most frustrating thing in the world. Yeah, so I went, I went with um, what Field Yates says is the surest thing in fantasy football, and that's Travis Kelsey. <laughs> and he hasn't been wrong. Um, I'm not. I'm gonna jinx myself again. But he has. He hasn't been hurt since his rookie season. He's been playing now for what? I don't know. Like five years. It, really? Holy shit! And he's been one of the best tight ends uh, in the game. Time flies. And he keeps getting better. And with Pat Mahomes, how can you not be better? Um, Travis Kelsey will, if you compare his numbers, final numbers, to the wide receivers at the end of the year. He will have as good a number as to be a top five wide receiver. Damn. That is a star. Um, breaking news. The Raiders are not planning to have wide receiver Antonio Brown for week one. It's not clear if a suspension if it's a suspension or if he'll be merely inactive. But those are their plans. He likely will stay away from the team. Well, there you have it. Yeah. Sixteen more weeks of that. Fuck out of you. Yeah, no kidding. Like, jeez. Already starting off bad. Oh, Tony. Can't get the right helmet. Can't treat his body well with his feet. Like, bro. Mason, um, who's your stellar star of the year? Uh, my stellar star of the year is going to be... If it's someone on his team. Is it Carry On Johnson? No. Okay. It's actually someone on your team. What? My stellar star of the year... Is Alvin Kamara. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to speak for Mason on this one. I think he thinks that Alvin Kamara will be the best 
fantasy player in the league this year. That's why I think he's picking the stellar star. Okay. Because the thing is, we, we know Alvin Kamara is nasty. But to pick him as your stellar star, it's like, it's kind of obvious. Right. But for him, yeah. I think he's saying he's going to be the best. Yeah, because we want, for him to be a stellar star, he's got to be improvement over where he's going in the draft, over where he's been, what he's been doing. So the only way, only room up from Kamara is just to be the best. You believe in that? Um, I do. I do. I think, I think Barkley could have a step down. I think, honestly, Zeke and Kamara will finish ahead of him, Barkley. I think so, too. So it'll be a matter of Zeke and Kamara. I mean, like I said, Kamara, though, the only thing that, like... He doesn't get volume. Yeah, that's the only thing he that blows my mind. He had under 200 carries. He gets receptions, but he's just unbelievably efficient. So here's the thing. Fool me once, shame on me. Wait, is that was it? No, shame fool me on once, you. shame on you. That was his rookie season where yep. he went off. And I said, shame on you. I even traded him in my dynasty league. And then I was like, okay, can he do it again with Mark Ingram still there? Mm. Full season, healthy, and he fucking does it again, but he does it better. And then that's shame on me. And then that's shame that's on me. Big shame on me. But Souza. Souza is third time the charm. Can he be better than he was last year, or will he regress because of the lack of volume? I mean... And the efficiency. The efficiency is through the fucking roof. I've never seen anything like it. I know. It's his... Like you said, he proved it back to back. So, I think it's it's for real. Latavius Murray is not as good as Mark Ingram. Um, the dude's just elusive. You get him in space, he, he every guy who tries to tackle him first... Misses, misses. the first tackle. Yep. So, that, that's that's what that's what plays into it. That's why he's so efficient. It's because he's so shifty. Um, Here it is, Susan. Three trials... In a control room. This is the last trial to tell if the experiment works. Yeah. If this experiment works and Alvin Kamara is better than he was last year, why are we not going to pick him number one next year? Yeah. I mean, I think the volume, the low volume might be what allows him to be as good as he is. You know, not getting a lot of miles on him. You know, using him in, in uh, prime situations. Um because you don't want him to get hurt with a big workload. He's not the biggest guy. I also um, feel like he gets in the open space more than any running back does. Yeah. It's usually like a dump-off pass, and there's a linebacker in front of him, makes a miss, turns into 10 yards. Or it's a... He actually, last year, got a shit ton of goal line carries. Yeah, I was actually surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Um, Latavius Murray, he can be a bruiser. I'm, I'm a little nervous that he'll take a lot of goal line situations. We'll have to see. But, you know, I said this before... I do think Zeke would be the number one running back since he's playing the whole year. So, I hope so, Mason. I hope so. I hope so. But, I mean, yes, it's a it's a Yeah, bold, def- bold definitely take, a possibility. Obviously. Like I said, you took him too. So, that, that's saying something. If he's going top two in any fantasy draft, he is the real deal. Um, I, a piece of news that I forgot to mention um, was that LaShawn McCoy is a chief. Oh, yeah. Which means... Uh, What's the segment called? Uh, it, the segment's called The News with Sousa, which yeah. ended already, but... Oh, so why are we doing it? Because we should talk about it, because I think uh, yeah. Damian Williams takes out a big hit. Yeah, he does. Sucks for Gomes. Sucks for Gomes. I don't care. I don't care either. I don't um, give a fuck. If you refer to our running back rankings, just know it was done early. Oh, yeah. <laughs> does not add Damian Williams in my top ten. I don't feel that way anymore. 
Nino. The Nino effect has kicked in. Nino. New information, new opinion. Um, they got McCoy. They got, um, God, what's his name? The rookie. I forget. Oh, Thompson. Something Thompson. And uh, Daniel Keenan Williams. Thompson. Keenan Thompson, yeah. <laughs> Daniel Williams, to me, is not the best player, like, talent-wise. He's just in a great situation. Mm. I, th- I mean, he's going to be, because McCoy's old. He didn't play great last year. He uh, he can be injured too, so I think Damian Williams will have the the best chance. But will they eat into his workload? Probably. So sucks. It does suck for da- Damian. Williams. Any high hopes you had of Damian Williams being even close to Kareem Hunt? Right. It's kind of out the window. Basically, his ceiling has been capped. Yeah. More so than it, than it was before. So we'll have to see how that works out. McCoy is back with Andy Reid. That's right. Yep. See that? Wow, I forgot all about that. So he, maybe he'll be used more than we think. Maybe. Can his body handle it, though? That's the thing. I like McCoy. Yeah, Always he's cool. Have. He's cool. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. That's it? That's uh, it for the predictions? I mean, uh, I guess... Season-long predictions, yeah. Right. I mean, that's pretty much the the highlights of the fuck of the year, Stella Star of the Year, who's going to be the... Who's going to fuck you over? Who's going to be great? I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch um, on for a year-long prediction. No. Super Bowl take? Quick Super Bowl take? Um, I had I said the Colts could do it. Not anymore. Um, <laughs> I told you, this is Cowboys year. It's going to be... It's the Cowboys pitches. I need it. I need it like I need a fucking... Big titties in my face. I, I need it, dude. <laughs> I need it. I know it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. There's a lot of competition. There is um, the, the Saints. They're due. Like they keep getting Saints are over. Due. If not if not the Cowboys, then definitely the Saints. I think the Rams. Um, they're not getting back. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're they're a great talented yeah, team they're in the Super Bowl. That's but it's like I I'd like to see a Saints Chiefs. That would be pretty entertaining. But every year. Patriots are always in the conversation. Yeah, and, and like that's the thing. I feel away. like I don't know. And, and the, I think the Chiefs are a better team than the Patriots, but the Chiefs beat themselves. That's the only. The Chiefs are the only team standing in their own way. Yeah, I mean, really, both the Saints and the Chiefs were both a play away from being in the Super Bowl. You got that no call against the Rams, and then and was I? Was I? They said I was. They said I was. Was I? So, if you take that away, we have a completely different Super Bowl. Um, so, who's to say it can't be right this year, you know? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, the Patriots always find a way. They'll make uh, the other team outthink themselves, usually cause the other team to fuck up. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots did get away with one, with the Chiefs. I don't know if that'll happen again. Uh, unless it comes down to Andy, I'll tell you what, Andy Reid not being able to manage the clock. I'll tell you what, though. And the thing is, Andy Reid did he didn't mess up last year. No, it wasn't his fault. I mean, they got off to a slow start. And you, here's the thing: you credit the Patriots' defense. Like through that Super Bowl run, that was the best I've ever seen the Patriots' defense look since they had those that first three Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, and I think they're going to be even better this year. The Patriots' defense for fantasy too. Um, but you should completely annihilate the Chargers in the divisional round. Defensively, Chargers didn't have a fucking chance. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Chiefs game, you hold Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs in the whole first half to what? How many points did they have in the first half? The first half? Because like they a, made their comeback in the second half. It was like 42-40, to 40, wasn't it, the end score? Like, it was a... 
Yeah, but the first half, the Chiefs didn't do anything. I'm gonna do my detective work. And then they had to come back. They were down by like more than two scores. Um, yeah, I remember. That, yeah, the first half was pretty good. What? All right. So after the after the first half, it was fourteen nothing. Fourteen nothing. 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 You put up a zero for a half against Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. I'm sorry. It was thirty-seven to thirty-one in overtime. Yeah. Overtime too. Uh, Chiefs never got the ball. Yeah. It's just. No Patriots just marched down the field. But, yeah, 14 nothing after the first half. Yeah, and, and the fact is, like, you held them in the first half to no points. Credit right there to the Patriots' defense because that's fucking unheard of. Um, and then they do enough to hang on, you know, give them a chance. I mean, <laughs> the Chiefs did force overtime, but. Yeah, that's, they scored 24 points in the fourth quarter, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, and but that then, was huge. And you saw that in the regular season game. Like, the Chiefs wouldn't quit against the Patriots in New England. Yeah. But, um. And in the past day in the Super Bowl, too. I mean, Sean yeah. McVay's a, a showing to that be a, too. A, a I, I think genius. that was the most impressive thing, was you take the highest-scoring team in the league, the Rams, and hold them to three points. Yeah. And and for me, too, like, that's that's Belichick in the defense. But for Sean McVay, it's like, wh- come on. You're telling me if the Saints and the Cowboys made the Super Bowl, they'd only get three points? <laughs> hey. I, I don't know. That's where, that's where coaching really yeah, makes Yeah, and the thing is, like, Sean McVay is a good young coach, but I feel like in that situation, like, make some adjustments. Do something different. It was the same shit over and over again. Yeah, they tried to run it, and it just wasn't working, and they did not go away from it. Also, the fact, too, Todd Gurley wasn't healthy, but I don't think it would have made a difference. Yeah, I mean, they got there without him much. Yeah. Um, three points, yeah. But Super Bowl bad. predictions, yeah, we'll go back to that. Um, Patriots, because they find a way to get it done. Chiefs are standing in their own way. Something's going to happen. and uh, But this is the year for the Cowboys. Patriots-Cowboys. This is what you've been dreaming I, of. I need it, man. I need it. Like like I said, big titties in the face. Yeah. Give me... You know what? I'm going to say Tom's still got it. So let's let's get Patriots-Saints. And, but who's going to win? You said Cowboys. I'm going to say... I don't want to. I don't know. If the Saints it's get tough, there... It's just tough to bet against the Patriots. If the Saints get there to the Super Bowl, I feel like they have to win. Yeah, I'll pick the Saints over the Patriots. Um, but if the Patriots are winning again, that would be absolutely insane. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's... Just like the last four years. I say Patriots because I want it. I think the Chiefs will be able to get it done this year. Yeah, I mean... Another team to look out should've. for... Another team to look out for, though, that's not on everyone's radar, Jacksonville. You think... You're not joking? Just I'm, I'm Nick dead Foles. ass. I'm, no, not because Nick Foles, but because of that defense. And a healthy Leonard Fournette. If Fournette... What? Oh, here she comes. My cat this time, guys. This Emily makes her stellar seller debut. Right? Come on. Just get it over with. Hi. <laughs> um, Yeah, Jacksonville. I think, um, you think their defense is good enough to have a chance. If they make the playoffs, watch out for a possible run. And with Nick Foles at quarterback, not Blake Bortles, he's been there before. Yeah, and what we've been seeing, defense wins championships. So um, so what do we got? We got a preview week one? Or what are we doing here? I forget. Um, I forget well, how to do this podcast. Let me, uh, let me turn on this real quick. Oh, let me help you out with that. 
sizzling hot takes. Brought to you by Dirt Burgers. Susan. Are the burgers good? Durr. 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 Of course they're good. I know. They are. Uh, but sizzling hot takes are back because we're previewing week one. What's your hot take for the week one NFL action? I hate to say it. Say it. Because I, I was looking. Nothing was really bubbling in my brain prior to really preparing for this podcast. But And it's not reverse psychology. Oh, here we go. But this hot take is that Latavius Murray has a better game than Alvin Kamara this week. And it's going to come down to goal line touchdowns. Who, who are they playing? They, who are they playing? Good question. Oh, they play Monday night against the Texans. Oh, yeah. It's the Texans? That should be a good game. That would be a good game. Yeah. I think it's going to come down to goal line touchdowns. You know, someone like a Jared Cook is going to get tackled at the three, piss off fantasy owners, and Latavius Murray is just going to run up a gut and piss me the fuck off. I don't think so. It's a hot take. Not week reason. one. Not week one. I don't think they'll use Latavius Murray right away at the goal line. I hope not, but I, th- I think it's a possibility. It is a possibility. It's a possibility that he takes that short yardage work and he gets maybe two or three touchdowns and I'm left with no touchdowns. My sizzling hot take. Um, in the lieu of losing franchise quarterback Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett and the Colts what? get a victory over the Los Angeles Chargers this week. That would be great for Melvin Gordon. <laughs> yeah, it would. But I feel you like think so. I feel like people are sleeping on Jacoby Brissett. And they're in LA too. That don't matter, dude. LA's stadium's like there's probably at least like <laughs> ten real Chargers fans who attend that stadium. Half of them are just homeless people wanting yeah, to take a bench. Seat. People in LA like <laughs> yeah, um, that's bad. Chargers. I mean I'm sorry, Colts. Um Jacoby Brissett. Um, I'm not going to say he outplays Phillip Rivers, but he's going to get the win. It might be due to the Colts' defense. Um, no Melvin Gord. We'll see what the Chargers do. But I feel like Jacoby Brissett's going to make some plays. Maybe a deep ball at T.Y. Hilton here or there. And they're going to get the dub. And then everyone's going to be like, dude, Jacoby, look Bro. nice. And they're going to start saying, and the Boston radio is going to start saying, Oh, oh, here we go. Do you think uh, Jacoby Brissett's better than Jimmy G, guy? And then, we had both these guys. It's crazy. Well, maybe we shouldn't have. Maybe we shouldn't have got rid of Brissett and had him and traded Tom Brady. Yeah, I think that that's over since he won a Super Bowl since. But no, nah, it'll never be over. It'll never be over. They'll still be. They'll still be uh, people who are doubting uh, Tom Brady and the future of the Patriots. As far as the next quarterback to come up. <laughs> Especially if Jacoby Brissett rips it or if Jimmy G rips it like this year and have like a career year. I'm going to say, right now, I'm going to say Jacoby Brissett has a better year than Jimmy Garoppolo. Huh. I think he has better weapons. I think um, mobility is a key factor too. And I just don't think Jimmy G in that division... He's got to play the Rams twice a year. He's got to play the Seahawks twice a year. Seahawks have a really good D. You talking like stats, fantasy? F- fantasy and, and like record-wise. Record, well, yeah. Record will be more tough for uh, for uh, the 49ers, 49ers possibly. Too. I think Jimmy is the better quarterback. Um, I think he'll be able to get it done, even though he has less weapons. But watch out for Kittle. So you think Jimmy's going to be better than Jacoby? 
Yeah, maybe not record because that's that's fantasy wise. Yeah, yes, who finishes high? Jimmy G. Want to put a bet on? No. Why? Because I already have a bet going. Yeah, we don't have to bet money. We can do like uh, Bitcoin. Um, we'll have Mason think of what we can. We'll have Mason think. All right, well we gotta write this shit down then. Yeah, we'll remember. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Uh G will do better, barring injuries. Obviously. Yeah. No, I don't think so. That'll be that'll be big. I mean, for all those T Y Hilton owners out there, I'd be nervous. I I wouldn't. I'm T Y Hilton. I'm obviously disappointed. It's not Andrew Luck, but I'm okay. I believe in, right? I believe in Jacoby. Okay. And if you're in a fantasy league right now who is a, has a T.Y. Hilton owner and they are feeling a little down in the dumps about not having Andrew Luck, maybe uh, now's the time to grab T.Y. Hilton before he starts showing what he can do with Jacoby. Maybe. Maybe, but that risk is still there, especially since you haven't seen anything yet uh, this year. Get ready. Get ready. And one thing I will say for week one is don't overreact either way. Like, in a bad way or a positive way. It's week one. Mm. You know, shit happens. People go off like uh, Ogletree. No, 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 no. Yeah, Kevin Ogletree. For the Cowboys. Yeah. Like three touchdowns week one years ago. I mean, people go off. People shit the bed week one. Don't overreact. This is the beginning of the season. No one's in a rhythm yet. Alvin Kamara wasn't uh, fantasy relevant until the fifth week of his rookie season. Exactly. So... Trades can happen. People can get hurt. Wait a month. Yeah. Wait a month. See how your fantasy team is. If uh, you're in good position, keep it rolling. Maybe you like a certain guy. You want to trade for somebody. Do it, but don't go crazy. Yeah, don't think week one's going to be the rest of the season. Yeah. Because it never is. Nope. Um, unless you're... Um, yeah, unless you're Pat Todd Mahomes Gurley or, or Pat Mahomes. Travis Kelsey, something like that. Yeah, or... Barkley. Or uh, Devonta Freeman. Watch out for breathing. You have a consistent shitty year from week one. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, we'll go through picks to end the show. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let's get them out here. We're not writing them down on a piece of paper anymore. We have a system now. Yes. Uh, where am I? Where am I? Uh, We're doing uh, what? ESPN pigskin pickums? Pigskin pickums. That way it's logged, it's on the internet. It's not, not just hogwash. It's not loading for me. You can't have Mason write in pencil and then change his picks. When yeah, he definitely house. did that a couple times last year, too. That's what I'm saying, man. My shit's not loading. It's not loading? No, let me look it up on my computer. Um, no internet. What, what's your internet password? That's a great question. Don't tell me, because people are going to hack into your internet. I'll listen to I know the, it's, uh, it's the three numbers at the end that I don't know. Sorry. Um, Don't worry about it. Well, I gotta find it here. This this is annoying. We just can't read our picks to the fans. Well, what about tonight? Who do you got tonight? At least Thursday, which will already be over by the time anyone listens to this. But um, I got the Bears at home. The Bears. Uh, say what you want about Aaron Rodgers and you know this, that, and this, and that, and this, and then. And then. But the Bears at home. For the kickoff for the NFL's 100th season, they're gonna be fired up. Yeah. Khalil Mack is gonna be a force tonight. I'm gonna say he has three sacks on Aaron Rodgers. Wow. And I think um, it's gonna be close though. It's gonna come down to 
either it's going to come down to a defensive stop. Aaron Rodgers has the ball in his hands at the end. And either Aaron Rodgers is going to succeed, like he has in the past against the Bears, or the Bears D proves that they're for real. They want to get back to where they were last year and beyond and not leave it up to a kicker at the end. Yes. Um, they're in Chicago tonight. And uh, I'm going with the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers, I think last year for Rodgers was an outlier year. I don't want people to be jumping off the Rodgers boat saying he's not going to be a top three quarterback anymore. Um, I still think he is. He had really low touchdown totals last year. I think it'll get better with Jeronimo Allison and Valdez Scantling stepping up. He still got Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones, he can stay, keep the uh, ground game going. I just think Aaron Rodgers will return to his average dominance. And I think it'll show tonight. You know, Bears have a great defense. They're in Chicago. The Windy City. Um, but I think Rodgers will show up. It'll be close, like you said. But I think it could come down to, you know, Packers with the lead. Bears need to tie or win on the final drive. And they choke. Can't do it. So give me Packers in a close game. Yeah, believe in... Uh... You believe in Big Mitch? I don't. Not not this week. Alright, so I'm on the website. I don't see your picks, though. What Just mine. Am I allowed? Are we allowed to see each other's picks on this? Yeah, it should be. We're in the same group. Yeah. My cat is back. Um, I'll tell you who I have. We won't even talk about Mason's picks. I can see my picks. Mason's oh, you picks can? Okay. really don't really matter. Um... <laughs> Jeez. Oh shit! It says I have the Packers, Bears. <laughs> Look at that. See, so you, right. you can't lose if you do that, right? Yeah. Hold on a second. Submit your picks. I don't think it's working. Uh, I got the Bears. Atlanta at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Who you got? Give me the Falcons. Me too. I think they'll show up. Um, well, they'll show up. They got well. If Julio doesn't play, I don't think it matters. Things. I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. I don't think the Vikings are there mentally. They are at home, but I feel like the Falcons still want to prove something. They got to the Super Bowl a few years ago. Um, and yeah. Ever since then, they haven't been able to get back to an elite level. It's been all Saints. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then, as much as you don't want to hear it, they got Freeman back. I think it's only going to make the offense 100% locked and loaded. With no concerns or questions, with positions, Calvin Ridley, Julio if he plays, um, Matt Ryan in a dome. Watch out for Edo Smith. Yeah, watch him warm up that bench. (laughs) Bills at the Jets. I picked the Bills. Oh. Actually, no, I picked the Jets. (laughs) Oh. I'm really looking right at it. I I picked the Jets. I picked the Jets as well. Uh, Jets at home, new team. New running back. Le'Veon Bell. Bell wants to be fed. He said in an interview, he told the coach that he doesn't want any setbacks on his workload. He said he'll take 50 touches. Yeah. If he can do it. And I think 50 touches for Le'Veon Bell, good <laughs> enough to beat the Bills. Yes. He already got his money. Now he wants to play, unlike Brown. That's it. Um, yeah, I agree. I think Sam Donald's a, a big year this year compared to what he's been. Like a huge step forward. And I think, I think the Jets will pull through. Now, the Bills, solid defense. They could hold their own, too, but give it, give me the Jets. Who plays better, um, Josh Allen or Sam Donald? Um, 
As an NFL quarterback, give me Sam Darnold. Fantasy-wise, you never know what the rushing capabilities of Josh Allen. I hope um, uh, I hope they put him on ice that game. <laughs> I know you do, because I have him. Yep. Um, Tennessee Titans at Cleveland. Let's go. That used to sound like a shit game, right? Let's go. Believe in Cleveland, baby. Yeah. Here we go, week one W. Yeah, I will say that I believe the Browns are being overhyped. But... Against the Titans, I believe the Browns will be able to get it done. At home. At the, home. the hype is there. The dog pound is going to be going crazy. They are. That's going to um, be a loud game. Odell Beckham is ready. And I think Baker's ready. And the Browns start what could be a magical season for them. Could be. Yeah, and I just don't like the Titans. So, that's that. Chiefs at the Jaguars. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's kind of why you don't want to draft the defense early. Got the Jaguars D. Congratulations. You got the Chiefs week one. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Jaguars gave the Chiefs, uh, I'm sorry, gave Pat Mahomes uh, his toughest contest last year. Yeah, didn't, didn't he not throw a touchdown? He didn't. He rushed for one. Oh, bastard. But, uh, but he didn't throw one. Jaguars, I feel like they're going to have something for Pat Mahomes. I'm still picking the Chiefs to win. Yeah. But, um, Cat's <laughs> trying to escape this room. Yeah, she is. Um, I'm still picking the Chiefs to win, but they watch won out. that game, right? They did. But watch out for a possible upset from the Jaguars. That's all I'm saying. At home. It's possible. Week one. Let's go. Yeah, give me the Chiefs. They can get it done. They're just too, their offense is just too insane. High powered. Los Angeles Rams head to Carolina to face the Panthers. Picking the Rams. Me too. You, on the on the desktop version, the web version, I see uh, the percentages. You see that too? I don't. I uh, just see my picks. Yeah, it's like ninety percent or more with the Rams in that game. Yeah, they need eighty six. They need you can't go to the Super Bowl lose and then lose your first game back. You got to make a statement. Panthers, they're just shaky. Like they're, they could lose any game yeah. anytime. It's it's. Uh, I'm glad I don't have if stock I, in them. This if year. I'm the Panthers, it's a huge game for them. If you can win week one against the NFC champions at home, I mean, it, it could show what the Panthers could be. But I don't think they're good enough to do it. Rams. Agree. Baltimore Ravens at the Miami Dolphins. Ravens all the way. Ravens all the way for me, too. Dolphins, uh, I predict a very bad season this year. Ryan Fitzmagic gets to start week one. Who knows? You know, knows? he's done it before, man. Remember? You remember what he started last year? He's the, the number numbers? one quarterback through four weeks or some shit. But the Ravens, um, Ravens got something to prove. They're not going to yeah, They're lose. a good team. They're just a good team. They're not going to lose to the Dolphins. But in Miami, you know, it's hot there. This time of year? Yeah, but. Hot. <laughs> I don't Can you take the heat? I think they'll be all right. Yeah, they'll be fine. Um, Washington Redskins at the Eagles. Give me the Eagles. Eagles. Not much to say there. No. At home, Eagles. Carson Wentz. Redskins. I'll be curious to see how the running game looks for the Eagles. Miles Sanders versus Jordan Howard. You know, they and the Redskins say Geis Is should the be the, the primary carrier. So We'll see what happens. Against my belief from earlier in the year. Geis is nice. Geis could be nice. Could be. But yeah, Eagles. Give me the Eagles. Yep. Cincinnati Bengals travel. To Seattle to face the Seahawks. 
and the Seahawks are going to win. Yeah. Again, Bengals, they might have to compete with the Dolphins for the first pick <laughs> for next uh, year's draft. That's, that's a big possibility. But, yeah, Seahawks at home. Um, DK, Metlap, DK Metcalf is 100%. He will be playing. He's, he's a full go. Um, Bengals don't have A.J. Green. They find out news on him on Monday. Okay. Um, see, you know, what to deal with. They said that most likely he's not going to IR, which is good for guys who just traded for him like me. That's right. Um, oh, yeah. Bad but one. he's not going to be there week one. So, Seahawks. Yep. Indianapolis Colts face Los Angeles Chargers. You already know where I stand. I'm going with Brissett and the Colts. Yep, that's bold. So, I'm going with a safer pick. Typical. Uh, the Chargers. I mean, they're just a put-together team. Even without Gordon, Eckler, and Jackson should be a nice one-two punch. Joey Brissett. I mean, I'll believe it when I see it with them. So, Chargers. In, in, oh, I almost said San Diego. In Los mm. Angeles. I think it's hot over there, too. Yeah, it's all right. Nice this time of year. <laughs> um, there you go. New bro. York football giants head to Dallas, where people are getting paid. Yeah. Give me the Cowboys. Same. Um, this could be, this could be one of two ways. It's either one, a really close game, and the Giants scare the Cowboys a little bit, and the Cowboys have to use a four-quarter drive to win it, and I'll be pretty pissed off. <laughs> or there's going to be an absolute flop on the Giants' part, and the Cowboys wreck them. Yeah. Um, I lean more competitive. Just week one. I know. do, but I feel like Cowboys are ready. Uh, I feel like defense is ready. Eli's the week one starter, correct? I don't know for sure, but that's what I'm assuming. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming, too. He's going to have to lose his job, he, which he, he could. <laughs> you know what could possibly happen? He might get knocked out of this game. Last time the Giants faced the Cowboys in Dallas, he got sacked like oh. a shit ton of times. Yeah, he might just fake an injury at some point Maybe. if he gets sacked enough. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hurting. Um, I think Saquon will be all right in this game against Dallas. Yeah, um, you have to start him every week. You got him. Yeah, he's the number one pick. You're starting him every week. But Cowboys. Susan, you're Lions. Go to Arizona to face the number one pick, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray and uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Who you got? I got the Lions. Me too. Yes, this is a percentage uh, based on the picks, uh, population who picked on pigskin pickums on ESPN. It's it's a close one. Majority got the Lions by 58%, but... um, you're Lions. Yeah. Carry on Johnson. You obviously got to start him. I'm a little uh, weary about his workload. I'm very curious to see how he does. How he does If it's like a one first, second down, then he's out on third downs. They have C.J. Anderson. Um, for, I hope not. For, for, the, um, for the Lions and carry on Johnson, the biggest thing is going to be using him in the red zone. I feel yeah. like the Lions, every time I see them at the goal line, I feel like they always have, like, four wide receiver sets. And, yeah. five, and I'm like, what, what is going on here? But they've never had that running back before. I think on Johnson is that guy. Um, hopefully they use him that way because he's a good player. Yeah, and the Cardinals are just shaky right now on offense. I don't think they're put together yet. We'll have to see. I don't know. It, it could go either way. I'm picking the Lions, but Kyler Murray could surpri- uh, surprise some people. Um, yeah. He's a big-time player. At least he was in college. We'll see what he has for the Lions on Sunday. You know, what's nice is that, um, I think we might have talked about this, but Kyler Murray 
um, was Christian Kirk's quarterback in college. Really? I believe that's right. Ooh. I don't want to lie to the people. Um, um, but that's that's kind of why some people have a lot of hype. Um, yeah, there were teammates from Texas A&M. Nice. So that's why there's some hype behind Kirk this year. And Mason has him. And you know he's not going to trade him. He's going to be on his team forever. That's just the way Mason plays. Yeah. Um, the anyway. 49ers are traveling to Tampa to face the Buccaneers. I picked the Buccaneers. I also picked the Bucks. Consensus says 49ers. Um, 55% picked them. But I also believe the Bucks because I am... You know, I just made a, a a bet saying Jimmy G will do better than Brissett, but I honestly think Jimmy G might have a a shaky year. Um, so give me the Bucks. They got the weapons. They got Jameis Winston, who loves to fling it, even if he throws four picks. Yeah, this is going to be a big uh, big Mike Evans, possibly Chris Godwin day. I think against the Forty ers Yeah, and. Uh, could be high scoring. I feel like this could be could a be. quiet shootout. Um, Sunday night. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers head into the defending six-time Super Bowl champion, the New England Patriots. Great Sunday night game. Um, and I'm picking the Patriots. Yeah, me too. It could. Steelers could. Nope. But. Not a chance. Not a chance. I think... Not a chance. I would... There's not one pick this week that I feel more comfortable with than the Patriots over the Steelers. Especially in New England. Because it's in New England. Patriots own the Steelers. And Patriots own the Steelers. So, Glenn, I got to ask you. You know, Uncle Bill is great of scheming someone out of the offense. Is it going to be James Conner or Juju? And does it matter? Well, one, it doesn't matter. Two, it's going to be... I think it'll be Juju. I think it's going to be Juju, too. That'll really put a, a, a stop to the passing game. Yeah. And but they can be, only do so a, much, obviously. Could be a big day for... Uh, Someone like a Moncrief? Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald? Oh, man, that would be good. Yeah, Except I don't have him, great. so I didn't get to get him this year. Texans go to the Saints. That's a good game. Monday night. Uh, I, honestly, the consensus here says uh, 91% pick the Saints. I pick the Texans. Really? Yeah. I'm picking the Saints. Who that? Who that? Who that say going to beat them Saints? <laughs> I say the Texans. Not the Texans. Not on the road. Yeah, that should be a shootout. Well, um, it could be. could be good. Now, I like Saints, the Texans. Uh, talk about something proof. Saints? They uh, last two years have been heartbreaking playoff exits. They're going to get back there, and they're going to get their hearts broken again this year in the playoffs too. Um, but they got to get back there first, and it starts with Week One against Deshaun Watson, the Texans. It's going to be a good game, but I think the Saints. Yeah, something about the Saints on Monday night. I feel like they usually like always win Monday night games. <laughs> That's just what they do. And then the last game. That we'll be staying up to watch because there are fantasy implications. Yeah. 10.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, we live on the East Coast. Imagine living on the West Coast. Game start at 10. That'd be awesome. 
You'd like that? I'd like that. I wouldn't like that. I'm late to Mason's at 1 o'clock. I can't do 10. I can do 10. But think about it this way. You wouldn't have to stay up until 11 to watch a Sunday night game. It ends at like <sighs> 7. Have the rest of the night do whatever. Jerk off a couple times. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like it. Then why don't you just move out there? Who did I pick? I picked the Raiders against the Broncos. I want to say I did. In Oakland. I feel like I changed my pick back and forth in this one. Uh, picks getting picked them. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the Broncos, they got Joe Flacco. They got a lot to prove to me first before I just picked them to win games. Derek Carr, I, mean, I guess Antonio Brown might not play then, so that, that could be an issue, actually. Actually, I don't know, man. I'm, now I'm trying to uh, decide with Brown not playing. I don't think it matters. I'm leaning that way, too. Um. Yeah, I don't think it matters. I'm staying with the Raiders. Dude, what the fuck? Until uh, Joe Flacco proves me otherwise. That's what it's going to come down to. Once my entry loads, I'll tell you who I'd be able to pick. Oh, here it is. Shouldn't you know? Who do you think? I, I Like I said, I went back and forth, but I ended up going with the Raiders. I mean... The Raiders. Oh, yeah, my bad. The Raiders. The Raiders. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, Broncos might be a little shaky with Joe Flacco at first. Um, I think the Raiders' defense might surprise some people. Yeah. But, um, Raiders. Yeah. Did you uh, do the tiebreaker? Yeah. The score? Texans Saints tiebreaker. I had 27-21 Saints. <laughs> I had 27-24 Texans. So, all right. Yeah. What time are we at anyway? We're at about that time. Really? Even yeah. without Mason? Yeah, well, not that time. Oh. We're about that time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's it. That's week one. Hopefully next week uh, Mason doesn't show up again. And uh, it can run smoothly. It went, I was just going to say it went pretty smooth, yeah. I got to say. Yeah, we didn't have any... Uh, uh, well, you know, uh, um, I mean, uh, when you think about it this way, it's, uh, I mean, that's actually pretty good. From a fantasy standpoint, um, 100%, 100%, absolutely, uh, um, still hasn't even said anything. Yeah. Uh, you know what? No. 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 It's like I mean, like if you um, when you do it this way, the way they've been doing it, it's I don't uh, know, dude. Because I mean, well, think that's the hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, <laughs> oh man, I don't know what to say anymore. Uh, well, that's the thing. Um. And what you guys don't see is he's always on his phone, too. Oh, I'm eating. I can't eat during the podcast? <laughs> so let me have my fucking cookie dough in peace. I'm going to go beat the shit out of my dog real quick. Um. Yeah, I kind of... Well, I don't know, because... Look, no, I mean, when you think about it, it's uh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Maybe there's no chance you're listening to this. There is no chance. All right. Sorry. 
That was week one. Next week we'll be back. Follow us on Twitter. If you have any fantasy football questions, any football questions, or any fo- uh, any questions about life. Personal questions. Yeah. Um, Legal questions. Uh, no. Yeah, we can't do that. No, we can't. Legally, we can't do that. No, we can't. Um, yeah, we'll be back for week two. Hopefully it's a lot of good action. Hopefully I'm well, walking in here one Don't even say week two yet. I don't want to... The, the season's flashing before my eyes. Yeah. I haven't even started yet. Well, here's the thing. We're going to come back next week. I'm going to walk on this podcast. And, uh... Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell the world that I beat you week one. And I'm going to tell the world Glenn couldn't make it because he's mourning his loss to me. Susan. Glenn. Week one doesn't define a season. Absolutely not. That's actually why I'm kind of glad this is happening now. But it's going to define your season. Because this is the beginning of the end for you. Oh, shit. After you lose this week to my team, you might as well call it quits. You think? I think. It's going to be so degrading. Remember how we said don't jump off a a cliff for week one? Yeah. yeah. You're going to be like, holy shit, I'm 0-1. My team only put up 40 points. Something's going to change. It's crazy because you're writing this story, but really you're the main character. (laughs) And when you start to read it and see your name and realize this book's about your life. Yeah, but when, like, you, when you think about it, like... 100%. Uh, 100%. This is going to be 100%. All right. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. And I'll say it for him. Bye-bye.